Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode, we have a couple of things that we're going to discuss, including some police refusing and even warning their governments that they're going to outright refuse tyrannical laws that are, you know, COVID lockdowns, COVID restrictions, things that diminish people's civil liberties and human rights. This is not even just in one particular country, although it's starting to become a trend. The most vaccine hesitant group out there turns out to be the most educated, specifically PhDs, but every more educated group correlated as well. And a school system being weaponized against children is now, believe it or not, segregating blacks from whites. A second Hunter Biden laptop that is filled with potential blackmail material has been revealed stolen by the Russians, apparently, by none other than Hunter Biden himself. And state election officials are beginning to delete and hide the evidence from potential auditors of the 2020 election fraud. This is bombshell. A lot is happening. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Let's dive in. Everyone knows vitamin C is essential. Researchers found store-bought potatoes lost over half their vitamin C value since 1951. That means you have to eat twice as many potatoes to block damage-causing free radicals and grow and repair tissues in all parts of your body. And what's that going to do for your waist? Another option? Introducing the new liposomal vitamin C from redpillliving.com. It tastes like pure liquid sunshine. Take it by spoon or mix it in a smoothie or yogurt. Then, our breakthrough liposomal technology delivers the powerful serving right where you need it most. Go to redpillliving.com forward slash C and give it a try. It's FDA certified, heavy metal free, Prop 65 compliant, gluten free, and non-GMO. It's redpillliving.com forward slash C. Your waistline will thank you. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So we've now learned through Mike Lindell's cyber symposium that multiple states are potentially, if not already being proven, to be wiping out the voting machines. They're cleaning them, just like Hillary did with her bleach bit cell phone trick, because something has them afraid. They're trying to cover something up. Why else would you go so far as to, in Hillary's case, download specific software and bleach bit her phone, or in this case, wipe clean the voting and election records from these electronic voting machines that were used and alleged to have stolen the 2020 election. Across the entire country, we're seeing it, Wisconsin, New Hampshire, Michigan, who knows how many other states trying to get ahead of the audit, and they are shitting themselves, folks. I mean, they're afraid of this. And that's why they are going through so many troubles to try to intimidate the auditors and try to stop it and try to cheat the uh, process, just like they did with the election. Now they're trying to cover it up. Apparently, Hunter Biden himself told hookers that Russians stole a different laptop, a second laptop, and they have videos of him doing effing crazy sex. 
It's insane, but that's the kind of things that happen when you're a drug addict Biden. And of course, the son of the president of the United States. Uh, this is massive amounts of blackmail potential, not to mention what we already know was on the first laptop going as far as potentially even pedophilia porn with his own relatives. And then, of course, you know, who knows what was going on. They were very scantily clad pictures with minors. There were, uh, you know, actual Pornhub accounts. I mean, what the heck is this guy doing when he's not, you know, knocking up hookers and strippers and being a deadbeat dad refusing to pay for the children that he's creating? I mean, it's insane, right? What a role model for the rest of America. Now, PETA, which, you know, everybody seems to, you know, the idea that comes to mind when you think of PETA or people out there fighting for animal rights may be a little bit pushy, but with the best interests of the animal at heart, right? It turns out not so much. Lately, there is a concerning trend from this group, which according to some new law, they're, they're actually able to, and I don't understand it fully, but they're able to go in using this new law and for various diverse reasons, pretend that they have some sort of a claim on private people's animals. So this is a private business, and you could probably take advantage of the same laws, claiming to have a claim in court. And this is important because, you know, you have to have a claim to have jurisdiction or have, you know, a, a case. Otherwise, they throw it out, just like they're trying to say that, you know, President Trump and half the states have no, um, no personal injury or no claim at the Supreme Court. And that's why, you know, they're just... They're, they're just dismissing everything or, or refusing to see it on technicalities because it's a, it's a, the, the idea that you have to have personal injury to start suing people and taking things away from them, but not anymore. I mean, now it's really officially in multiple situations, multiple precedents, it's enough to merely have uh, an emotional reaction to the fact that someone's animal is in a cage in a zoo, or perhaps even the fact that this lion loves this zoo owner that hand raised him from birth uh, or her, I mean, actually a few different big cats are at risk in this one particular situation. They've, they've actually already seized them, but we don't even know if they're still alive. And this man's pets, his, his, his zoo animals, I mean, his livelihood as well, the symbiotic relationship with these animals that were not born in the wild and have no ability to fend for themselves. And PETA comes in and says, well, the, the, that cat likes this guy too much. It's not natural. Or, you know, we don't think he should have it. Or, you know, in the courts, they refuse to let his vet uh, be an expert witness. But they flew in their vet from an out-of-state, which is not even legal. And that was allowed to be an expert witness. And the judges just ate it up and sided with PETA. So we have a war on small, you know, animal owners across the country. And folks, it doesn't stop with lions, tigers, and bears, it ends with, oh my, they're on our property going for our goats, chickens, sheep, dogs, and cats. That's where this is headed. That's what they want. They want you dependent on the system. And that's why PETA, which is supposed to be an animal rights group, is out there, you know, targeting small middle class or, or you know, blue collar zoo owners who do not have the funds to fight back against multi-billion dollar, multi-million dollar uh, industries like this. I mean, this is a very wealthy, very well-funded outfit. And they pretend to be for the animal's best sake, but, you know, they, they kill these animals all too often, or these animals get, you know, sick after they visit or after they inspect a zoo. All too often, animals die or get sick or go missing, or there's fires. 
I mean, PETA is filled with crazy-ass activists on the left, and we know what that means. It's like Antifa in court taking away people's animals. That's what we're seeing here, and it's wrong. And I just want to mention that. So the supposed people for the ethical treatment of animals have been targeting numerous private zoos, including one um, in Maryland by a man named uh, Bob Candy, who's the owner. It's the Tri-State Zoological Park in Cumberland. So folks, you, see, you know, I, I don't expect everybody to go out there and champion the lions. And you know, I know we have bigger problems to worry about, but I just as somebody who loves animals myself and who's always had a sort of a, you know, an open heart and home for those uh, lost animals that needed it, including a squirrel at one point, including numerous dogs and cats that are you know, still with me and some that have passed on already. And, um, you know, whether it had been a lion or a tiger or a bear or whatever, it should not be that someone can t come in and take away your animals. And, and I just want to remind everyone briefly, Fauci the fraudster, who is responsible for so many deaths now from his numerous lies, forgot which arm he took the vaccine in. I don't believe he really took that vaccine, but we do know he admits to taking vitamin C and D. He even went so far as to kind of backhandedly recommend it, but the best form of vitamin C and D, just to remind people out there, is liposomal vitamin C because it's the most powerful, it's the most absorbable, it's the freshest, and we have the most incredible vitamin C and D and other liposomal supervitamins at redpillliving.com. Just a quick shameless plug. Moving on. Now, I also want to mention that uh, kind of widely different topic, jumping from from zoos and animals to uh, what's going on with the economy and inflation. I just wanted to show you this chart that I came across. Um, this is the amount of gold that it takes to buy a dollar from 1999 up to 2020. Now, this is sort of reverse. Normally, you're looking at how many dollars does it take to buy an ounce of gold or silver or whatever, you know, whatever the asset may be, even, you know, stocks or bonds or whatever, right? Like, we're, we're just trying to figure out the inflation issue. Why do the dollars keep losing value? And gold is pretty much the longest running historical marker that's real money, that's inflation resistant for 5,000 plus years. So this is a good way to just kind of get a guesstimate of inflation over time. So this is the amount of gold that it takes to buy that dollar since 1999. Not even all the way back to like 20, you know, uh, 1913 when the Federal Reserve was put in, which since then, we've lost 99% of our value, right, with the dollar. Used to buy a soda for a nickel, now it takes two bucks or more. Um, you know, we could go on and on about how prices have gone up over the long term. But just in the last, oh, 20 years or so, folks, we've lost so much of our purchasing power that it's, you, you can see on the chart here, if you're paying attention, it went from about 120 down to about 20. I mean, we've lost about 84 and a half, roughly, percent of our purchasing power in terms of measured against gold. Now, if you go and you, you compare that to pretty much any other asset class out there, um, I dare you. I mean, you're probably going to get fairly close. Just this year alone, we've seen the price of many things go up 20, 30 percent or double. I mean, just the used car index, the um, 
just the, the food prices, food inflation or shrinkflation, where they don't change the price, but they give you less of the cereal in the box or less weight or less ounces or whatever it may be, less units. Um, this is the kind of way that they hide it, but your cost of living is going through the roof and it's going fast. Get out of the dollar while you still can. That's what many are saying. Now, I also want to mention that uh, we've been following what's going on in Portland recently where you know, a small Christian group was attacked and um, you know, women and children were pepper sprayed and, and attacked by Antifa, far left radical Marxists. Well, they did not back down. They showed back up with a massive prayer group and they had a worship rally. And in fact, Antifa predictably attacked again but something changed. I mean, they, they, they defended women and children once again from the attack. But in this case, not only did they come away feeling as though they had been, you know, been victorious, as though they had accomplished something, but one of the Antifa ended up getting saved, ended up coming to Christ. Believe it or not, I didn't believe it. I still don't believe it. But that's what they're saying. Um, maybe there's hope for some of the other ones, although I would not hold my breath. I do also want to mention that we're having a special uh, buy one, get one free through our redpillliving.com sponsor. If you use the coupon code BOGOFREE, which is buy one, get one free, B-O-G-O, free, no spaces, at redpillliving.com, when you buy red pill vitamins C and D, you can take a second for free. And you can mix and match. And this is valid until August 15th at midnight pacific so check it out redpillliving.com we're 100 percent supported through our listeners and our viewers and our you know our patriot customers and we don't have the big you know uh, you know marketing uh budget of like a black rifle coffee but we have gourmet coffee for patriots at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com and we'll always tell you the truth unlike so many out there in fake news who do the same job as we do. I mean, I do the same job as Anderson Cooper. I just don't lie to you. And they lie nonstop, right? We don't have those billion-dollar budgets. We're only funded by we the people. Now, moving on from there, Swiss police in Switzerland have threatened to stop enforcing COVID-19 rules. They're fearing that these measures are disproportionately undermining the fundamental rights of the people. And this isn't just in Switzerland. I also want to mention um, the articles not coming up very quickly, but the CDC has actually gone so far as to quietly mention natural immunity and actually sort of you know, lessening some of the travel advisory restrictions on air travel for people who've overcome, not been vaccinated, but overcome the virus and who have natural immunity. They're only allowing it to go back three months. And you still have to have tests and all that stuff in most cases, but they are actually backing off just a little bit. Maybe they're just having to now from so much pressure and the airlines having such bad business going on. I mean, everything is falling apart because no one wants to go participate in society and businesses that force them to uh, vaccinate. People would rather stay home or do something else or drive. Now, USA Today deleted their own evidence suggesting that the COVID vaccine may actually make you more infectious, not less than being unvaccinated. Quote, 
NBC News, citing unnamed officials aware of the decision, reported it comes after new data suggests vaccinated individuals could have higher levels of virus and infect others amid the surge of cases driven by the Delta variant of the coronaviruses. The USA Today reported. So they later scrubbed this, and you know we still see it. The internet's forever, and you know people have already made copies and images and you know spread that everywhere so we know that it's out there of course we can't trust sources but uh in this particular case i imagine that it's probably true usually they don't delete their own stuff unless they're forced to through court retraction orders and even then they barely apologize and barely really retract i also want to mention that the most vaccine hesitant people in the world are also the most educated with the people at the top of the list, the group at the top being PhDs. That's right, you're smarter if you don't get the vaccine, and that's what the data shows, even though the left continually tries to make you feel stupid for not taking it. That's called peer pressure, and it only works on stupid people, fortunately. Now, I say that with, you know, sort of the tough love approach, but, you know, I have family that have taken it, and they're suffering from it, and they're not stupid people but I sure want to call them stupid people. Now, study finds that the most, as I said, highly educated Americans are the most vaccine hesitant. This study from Carnegie Mellon University and uh, the University of Pittsburgh. Now, uh, this image is making the rounds. I haven't verified it, but it's allegedly from the McKeel Academy of Technology. They did a sock and a shoe drive and the kids did a great job. And in fact, they were able to even have a competition about who raised the most socks and shoes for this uh, charity drive. And they even gave out awards. You would never believe what those awards are if we didn't see it here and read it out to you. Here's the fifth period award. Fifth period won our class competition and will receive a 30 minute mask break tomorrow to celebrate. Fifth period took second place and will have a 25 minute mask break. I, mean, I guess they, they typoed that. Maybe they meant to say fourth period there because there's already a fifth period. And then third period will have a 20-minute mask break. So essentially what they're telling children are, good job, you can have oxygen as a reward. This is, should not be a reward. Oxygen is free. We don't need your permission to breathe. And for the people who are like, well, you don't have permission to breathe your droplets on me, I have permission to breathe anywhere I'm at. You don't need to stand there if you don't like it. Now, continuing from there, it was just disbelief. One parent files a complaint against an Atlanta elementary school after learning that the principal, a black woman, segregated black students away from white students based on their skin color. Can you believe that? Folks, it's 2021. Critical race theory is here, loud and proud, unfortunately, and they are forcing children apart based on race. They are forcing children to view each other based on race. They are forcing children to hate each other, resent each other based on race. And it's not the children's fault and it's not the skin color's fault. It's the educator's fault. They know better than this. Now, I also want to mention that the Senate has passed an anti-critical race theory bill, barely, and pretty much every Democrat voted against it. 
with one exception being, I believe, uh, Joe Manchin, um, you know, kind of the rare, good, honest Democrat most of the time, although they're trying to get to him. Biden has been very kind to his wife with his appointments, and I think they're trying to bribe him. But it passed 50 to 49, this amendment. Hopefully it will make it and uh, all the way to the end, and Biden will sign it. We'll see what happens. It'll piss off his base, though, so I doubt it. But it effectively bans critical race theory from being taught in schools until after 12th grade, when they can pay for it themselves, according to one of the sponsors, uh, Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton. So I agree with that, although colleges shouldn't teach it either. Um, certainly they shouldn't be given free government money and you know, triple the price of a college tuition so that they can you know, get that free government money because they know the government's going to pay it anyway. That's what's happened. Now the quality of the education has gone down and we're getting nonsense like this and no one can pay off their massive loans because those massive loans are, you know, only backed by a worthless degree from probably, you know, women's studies or, or race studies or, you know, critical race theory for idiots. I don't know, some sort of college class like that. They've got some stupid ones out there. This one I have no problem calling stupid. Now, protests are erupting all over Tennessee and Kentucky and other places, especially in places like France and, and Italy. But here in the U.S. as well, protests are happening against the lockdowns, the mask mandates and the forced vaccine mandates in Tennessee. You know, um, a lot of corruption there, governor especially, um, a lot of election fraud as well. And parents are upset. You can see here this crowd. I'm going to show you a little video, but this crowd is just the overflow crowd from a local school board meeting. This isn't normal, folks. This is not, you don't even normally get this many people on the inside, but these people are there with signs and angry. Check this out. I'm going to play a little bit of it. That's it. No more masks. Now, moving on from there, I and I want to mention that, you know, there, there are a few good teachers left. We've talked a lot about the education system tonight. And I'm going to play a video before we close out of one good teacher who quit rather than indoctrinate her children with hate. But before I do and close out, I want to mention that, you know, we appreciate you for watching this far to the end. If you want to support us, we're 100% listener funded. You can do so at Nemos News Network com slash sponsors. You can shop with our Patriot sponsors and drain the deep state. And I also want to mention that you can follow our newsletter if you find it to be a value. It, you know, don't feel obligated to donate or shop Patriot or anything like that if you don't find this to be a value. But if you do and you want to see more like it, then we appreciate your support and you can do so by shopping with our sponsors. I also want to mention you can do our nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news link to get to our newsletter and you'll be up to date and informed. And um, uh, that's basically it. So here's the video I wanted to play for you where this Loudoun County teacher in Virginia tears up as she resigns to the school board's face for the hate that they are making teachers push. Check this out. 
My name is Laura Morris. I have been a teacher in Loudoun County Public Schools for five years and a teacher for 10. In that time, I have learned so much, being on the cutting edge of educational technology and working with a diverse population of students that I have loved. This year, I have the privilege to follow my amazing fourth graders up to fifth, and I have been excited about this all summer. On the other hand, this summer, I have struggled with the idea of returning to school, knowing that I'll be working yet again with a school division that despite its shiny tech and flashy salary, promotes political ideologies that do not square with who I am as a believer in Christ. After reading about your lack of consideration for the growing population of concerned citizens in this division, clearly evidenced by this empty room tonight where you shut the doors to the public as well as the emails sent by the superintendent last year reminding me that a dissenting opinion is not allowed even to be spoken in my personal life, going so far as to send a form to my colleagues and I encouraging us to fill it out if we hear one another speaking against the controversial policies being promoted by this school board and adopted in this county. Not only that, but within the last year, I was told in one of my so-called equity trainings that white, Christian, able-bodied females currently have the power in our schools and that, quote, this has to change. Clearly, you've made your point. You no longer value me or many other teachers you've employed in this county. So since my contract outlines the power that you have over my employment in Loudoun County Public Schools, I thought it necessary to resign in front of you. School board, I quit. I quit your policies, I quit your trainings, and I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. I will find employment elsewhere. I encourage all parents and staff in this county to flood the private schools 